In this episode, Elise Mercadell and Trinity Townsend are joined by Tim Duffy from St. Michael's Special School to talk about the discrepancies students with disabilities experience. So first off, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, like what's your job description? Uh, that's a good place to start. Um, what we call an upper school social studies and science teacher. Coach Duffy goes on to explain the different programs that St. Michael's Special School provides. With um, organizing the tournaments that we have, we have uh, you know a basketball, a baseball tournament, a field day. So I've been involved with the athletics as well. Oh, okay, yeah. I was wondering why they called you Coach Duffy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the next question is: What kind of insight does your job give you into the lives of those with disabilities? Oh God, a tremendous insight. I would. I would have never, I would have never considered being a special ed teacher. If you would have asked me when I was in college, which would be the last thing I want to teach, I would have said special ed. I came into this job after Katrina, when there really weren't that many teaching jobs. There were there were less students, and um, you know there really weren't that many jobs. The jobs were being filled by the people that were already here. It's one of those things where you think, when I took the job, I thought, okay, I'll do this for a year until I find something that's more suited for me. But within two years, I sort of fell in love with the place, and I asked them to start giving me some social studies classes, which is really my passion. And over time, um, they just kept asking me to take on more classes to where I finally was in the classroom instead of in the gym. Um how the perspective it's given me, the insight is giving me, I mean, you can't even really put it into words. It has given me so much insight into what it means to be a human being. Yeah, that's great. And like going into like personal stuff, uh, have you ever had any personal encounters with those who seemed ignorant or rude to your students or someone in your life that has special needs? I've never seen it or heard it directly um, when I've been out in the public with our students. Sometimes parents have a, um, a difficult time uh, accepting the limitations of their child and uh, they may not, you know, sometimes they're critical of maybe their own child or other people's children. But no, I really haven't seen much of that. In fact, more of what we see is how gracious people are to our students. In these past few years, it feels like people are more accepting or knowledgeable of people with disorders and special needs and caring, I guess, would be the word. Yeah, I would agree with you in that we are improving. Um, I think we have a long way to go in terms of providing opportunities for people who struggle um, or have different needs. Okay, next question. I think you already kind of answered this, but can you go into depth about like the different kinds of disabilities represented at your school, like that are present? Yeah, well, there's a lot. Um, all of our students are intellectually disabled. Um, we have only a handful that have physical disabilities. So our school is different than say, uh, if you went to a public school um, where they would have the resources for somebody who is severely disabled to have a shadow, someone who works with them. Uh, you know, we have a lot of students. Autism is on the rise. We, and, and it's a spectral disorder. So you have kids that are diagnosed as autistic that are possibly going to get a GED. And then you have kids who are autistic who have um, extreme behavioral 
or emotional um, disorders as well. And you have autistics who have no language. So there's a whole range of possibilities for just that disorder. There's Down syndrome. We have a number of Down syndrome students. We have kids who have brain damage or have suffered brain damage either through an accident or through meningitis. We have premature kids who have had, you know, suffered brain damage. So it's really kind of a, you know, a, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And there, we've had a couple of just very rare, I couldn't tell you the name of the syndromes right now, but very rare, unique um, syndromes that create the same challenges. Going off of that kind of diverse population, would you say like there's a diverse population of people of color as well? Oh yeah, I would say maybe 15 to 20% is African-American, um, a smaller amount of Hispanic and Asian. Oh, okay. What do you think is the best thing people can do to create a good environment for people with disabilities? Well, understanding, of course, is, is uh, very important. And empathy is very important. It's hard to say. I think we just really need, um, you know, you need to be educated. You need experience. You know, I think if everybody knew somebody who had special needs, they would, um, they would be there to help them. If we had more opportunities for people with special needs to be engaged in the outer community, in the community as a whole, there would be more exposure and more interaction, and um, that would create a better environment for people with special needs. While we're on the topic, though, of like what's environment is good, like what do you think the state government could do? More programs, really. Uh, just more places for them to go, a variety of programs. Just more money needs to be spent. I hate to put it that way, but there needs to be more, uh, just more services and more opportunities. That's what it comes down to, though, you know? What requirements are made for people who work and help the students? Since we're a Catholic school and we belong to the archdiocese, um, we don't have the same rules as um, a public school would have. Um, in a public school, you would be required to have a certification in special ed. My certification is not in special ed. My certification is in social studies. The archdiocese is allowed to hire people without that certification. Now, I am I have what's called a temporary certification, which I got based on all my years of experience prior to. And like all teachers, we're required to do professional development and continue our education towards our career. Thank you to our guest, Tim Duffy, for joining us on this podcast episode. And as always, thank you to our host, Elise Mercado and Trinity Townsend, the producer, Asher Dewich and our editors, Tamia Diller and Veronica Trice. <laughs>